Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve today. What's up? How we doing? Just, just fine. Um, I'm gonna be really basic and complain about daylight savings. Daylight saving please time. Be, please be basic. Take. I, um, I hate it. It just, like, why do we keep doing this to ourselves? You know, it's like everybody is at this point. We know how much we hate it as individual people. Like everybody hates it. We know about the research indicating like the the rise in car accidents and like loss of productivity at work and all these things why does it keep happening cuz i just because we like you know, to suffer we're like on the this is like the fourth day cuz sunday monday tuesday wednesday we're recording this on a wednesday and so like fourth day and i still my internal clock is so confused yep i mean it already gets confused because it gets dark earlier but then it like zaps a whole hour earlier and i just can't cope yeah no the the sleepy bitch disease has been the levels are off the charts yeah i just feel so disoriented like my attention span is bad enough and then you're gonna throw something like this into the mix and i can't figure out what i'm supposed to be doing at any given moment yeah no like the the caffeine consumption has spiked yeah that's that's what i'm doing at the moment i just can't I can't handle it. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I'm really not a fan. Um, hope everyone who's watching this is holding up all right. Yeah, because by the time you see this, we'll be more like a week and a half, closer to two weeks. Yeah, so. Hope y'all are doing Gucci. Hopefully we're doing better by the time this this reaches an audience. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. (laughs) Maybe better in this respect, but worse in other ways. Hmm, we're doing great. We're always doing great. Um, so I don't know if you looked at what we have for today, but the first thing I have is a video that, um, God, just the visceral, awful reaction that I had to this was unreal. Yeah. Yeah. Copy link. I mean, I watched it earlier today and I feel like I'm still processing it's been hours. Yeah. So let me just, we're just going to play this for, for the benefit of the people real quick. Hello. Oh my goodness. There we go. Oh God. <sighs> Why am I struggling? There we go. Yay. Got there eventually. Got to rewind real quick. All right, go ahead. Show them how you. Show them how you. Go ahead. Show them. Oh my gosh! Just cut it. Just cut it. Do another one. 
Why? I, I love how, like, viscerally upset he gets. I know, and honestly, I can't blame him. So, the first thing I want to remind you of is your teacher that you quote all the time. If it's that stupid and it works, it ain't stupid. And, like, okay, Correct. fair enough. But, <laughs> um, have you ever considered the exception that I hate it? <laughs> have we yeah, considered I mean... that? It, I mean, I also hate it, but, like... The job is technically getting done. Yeah. I can't yeah. fight you on that. So, so maybe um, a basic description for those who are, might be listening audio only, right? So we You're good at this. I like when you have to describe things in videos and pictures. The floor is yours. <laughs> um, so, like, the briefest description possible, um, there seems to be a guy holding the camera, because you can hear him talking in the background, and put it at a woman who is eating pancakes. And rather than doing what most of us would do, which would be to stab the pancake with a fork and then use a knife to cut off a piece, instead, she is holding the pancake in place with the knife and using the fork to tear off a piece. It's bizarre. And this will be linked in... for audio listeners. But it's bizarre. I don't like it. <laughs> Again... Does it get the job done? Is the pancake now in smaller pieces? Technically. Yeah. yeah. Um, but my thing is, the knife is serrated. Come on. But, I mean, that would actually, like, maybe even require more effort on her part, though, because then she would have to, like, saw it maybe a few times, as opposed to just one quick tear like she's doing. Oh, who cares? That's efficiency. You only got so much energy in a day, you gotta use that stuff wisely. No, that is not... That's not what I live for. <laughs> oh my god, excuse me. Talking of energy in a day... Mm -hmm. See? You were probably cutting food with a knife earlier and you just sapped all of your energy. Actually, the only thing I used a knife for today... Actually, funny thing, I did have pancakes this morning, so technically I did do that. And the other thing I used a knife for was to chop off the top of a kiwi so that I could eat it with a spoon. Kiwi, part of last week's discussion. Yeah. Because kiwi is never enough kiwi. Nope, and I had three of them and it still wasn't enough. Never is. Never is. Kiwi's just a fruit. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I mean, again, I don't really like it either. There's something very unsettling about seeing yeah. something terrifying like that. Like, something about the jagged edges of it and something, it's like, it's almost like, um, savage looking. And also, here's my thing. Like, does it work for, like, a pancake? Yes, but, like, there's a lot of things that that method wouldn't work for. Steak. I imagine most things. For example. What? Like, sorry, steak. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, there has to be some, some actual slicing there. Well, so here's the thing. I can't think of another food that that would really work for. I mean, aside from, like, French toast and walnuts, you know, that category. Yeah. Like, anything that's, like, soft that enough, would... but, like... Because I can't think of any other food that's that soft that you would typically have a knife. Shit, I don't even use a knife. You're right. For... I don't even use a knife for that. I just use the side of my fork to cut a piece. It's just as easy. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I think you have. You're right. Yeah, so, like, why is essentially just, like, and my how question. did it... Start like that. Because like, if, like, 
if you could theoretically cut any and all foods like that, all right, fine, it's weird, but you're still doing the job. But there's so many things I can think of that you can't. So is she doing this specifically for, like, things that are soft enough? And then does she switch methods for other foods and cut them, quote-unquote, normally with a knife and fork? She has to, unless she just doesn't eat those kinds of foods. Like, there's no way you can, like, if you're eating a steak, right, in that example, like, you either have to cut it with a knife, I suppose you could pick it up and take bites out of it, or you're just not eating it. Yeah. There's no, there's another option. It's bizarre. It's, like, yeah. But, also, who are we to judge? Because I feel like everybody has their weird eating habits. I'm sure Just people like, think the kiwi spoon thing is really freaky. Well, because that's the way I do it. I think that's normal. Oh, well that had to be taught to me. Oh. Yeah, it's one of those things I've never googled, like, how you're supposed to technically... Cause I, but I think that's one of the methods, like, that it's recommended. I mean, I would just assume that one, like, peels it, but... Because that was my default method prior to learning the spoon thing. Yeah, I mean, not all of us are monsters who just eat it like an apple, skin and all. I just can't get over that. No, I know, I'm, I'm still processing <laughs> like, that information. Just imagining the sensation in the mouth. I was thinking about it this- I was thinking about it this afternoon when I was snacking on my kiwi. Um, and I was trying not to. Yep. <laughs> Love it. Um, anyway. <laughs> like, I think about all the things that I do food-wise that people call me weird for. Because I definitely have a lot of those, like, just, like, the fact that I always eat around the outside of a sandwich. That is extremely bizarre to me. Even, like, burgers and stuff like that. I just had a chicken salad sandwich and I just did that. Oh, I love chicken salad so much. Yeah. It's so good. I gotta make that sometime real soon. Oh yeah, I just got a bunch of stuff to make some of my own that I had, like, I bought some store version of it to, like, have a stock gap measure until I had time to actually make. I like it. Yeah, so now I'm gonna. supposed <sighs> to do it today, but I'm gonna blame Daylight Saving as, like, throwing me off. No, honestly, I'm gonna blame Daylight Savings for a lot of things. Cause I did some of my food prep today, but I didn't do I all of it. I do not feel like a person. Nope. Nope. It's bad. I hate it. Okay. Um, and I will continue complaining about it. You know, I'm not gonna stop. I'm just gonna continue complaining about it. I thought there was gonna be, I thought there was something else there. There wasn't. Until eventually we make it permanent. Because I feel like that's coming. I mean, they keep introducing bills and stuff like that. Eventually it's gonna happen. It better be. Or, I don't know. I will do something that will land me on national news. I don't know what it is. Maybe it'll just be, like, screaming through the streets and in a bathing suit in the middle of winter, but whatever. It'll be yeah. something. National clocks. Yeah. Free us from the, the yeah. tyranny. Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, do we have anything else to say about just, like, this atrocious method for cutting food? No, I mean, I, I think that's the, the broad takeaway points for me are I don't like it, Yeah, but it works. Only and in also, some cases. Who am I to judge with all of my weird eating I mean, like, yes, but I know that people will judge me for mine, so I think it's just a never-ending loop of everyone's, like, it's, like, it's karma for everybody. Like, we all have those little things that we judge people for, but then people are doing that to us, too. That's true. That's true. So I would say that it all evens out in the end, at least in my opinion. I suppose. 
but it's not fair to judge this person because I they don't have the opportunity to reciprocate. This is true. This is very true. Um, if you're out there watching this, please contact us. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, feel free to judge our eating habits as well. Yeah, go for it. We, do, we judge each other, so yeah. there's that. <laughs> <laughs> we, like, bully each other. It's getting worse the longer we know each other. Um, okay, so the next thing that we have is something that you put in the document. I don't know how recently this was, because I've kind of not been super great about... Pretty what... recent. Okay, because I've just been finding things, like, week of a lot recently, so I haven't looked at our, like, backlog of potential content. Um, would you like to introduce this one, since you're the one who came up with it, or came up with it, discovered it, put it in the document, whatever? Yeah, I think it was, like, three weeks ago or something, maybe I put it in, but this one actually comes from students, because I can't help but overhear conversations. I mean, yeah. You know? Like, I try to pretend I don't, I try to be as respectful as I can, but I have ears. <laughs> you know, and so when I'm in, like, in the classroom, before class starts, sometimes I'll overhear conversations. And so this actually was based on a conversation that a couple people were having in one of my classes a few weeks ago. Um, and I, at this point, I don't really remember the details of exactly what they were talking about, but it was this, this notion of to what extent it's okay to break up with somebody via text message. Like, mm. just first of all, the basic principle, is it ever okay to break up with someone in a text versus like phone call or in person? And if it is okay at some point, is there a time limit on that where at a certain point, like if you've been together for a month or two months, like, is there a cutoff where it needs to be in person? Okay, here's the thing. I don't know if this necessarily counts as like breaking up with somebody. I think it's fine if you've been on like a couple dates to be like, hey, this isn't the vibe over yeah. text. I think that's okay. But I don't know if that would necessarily count as breaking up if it's only been, like, a couple dates. Well, I mean, I, I feel like, get, keep in mind these are college students. And so I feel like oftentimes when you date somebody in college, it tends to be a bit more intense than that, even in a short time because you're, like, around each other constantly. Possible. You know? I was not um, dating in I mean, I was in a relationship the entire time I was in college and it was long distance, so... Well, yeah, that's the thing, right? So My prime hoeing years were wasted. <laughs> but when you're on a college campus, usually, like, if you're dating somebody on the same campus, you might have classes together, you live really close together, yeah. you're meeting up at dining halls and on Main Street or whatever. So I feel like there tends to be a lot more togetherness, mm -hmm. even in those early days. Um, Makes sense to me. And so it, it's not just, like, a couple of dates. It's, like, we've been around each other most days for, like, a month. Hmm. So, and I think, if I'm remembering correctly, part of the context of their conversation was that one of them had been dating a guy for, like, a month, and she was like, it's okay if I just, like, text him, because <laughs> I don't want to have the drama of in-person. And here's the thing, I relate to that, and, like, as a person who played the Tinder game for a hot minute, like, a lot of those times where you're, like, if you're, like, quote-unquote dating somebody, like, even, like, not exclusively for, like, a month or whatever... When that kind of translates into more, like, real world, we both have jobs, that's, like, you maybe have seen each other, like, three times. If it's, like, a month. Yeah. So I, yeah. at the point that I'm in in my life, I would say a month, yeah, that's fine. But again, 
yeah, I mean, the co- you're right, the college experience of dating is different. Yeah. So, like, at the point I'm at in my life, yeah, whatever, you can break up with- you can- I wouldn't even necessarily call it breaking up, it'd just be like, yeah, hey, not feeling it to somebody over text after, like, a month or even two months. Because, again, that's what, like, in actual adult terms, that's what, like, five to six dates- well, it depends. I mean, I feel like you usually end up going out, like, once a week or something. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I just was striking out on my various dating apps, but... Yeah, it's been a while since I've dated somebody for more than, like, a month. And <laughs> We're so doing great. great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I definitely did that, like, a few years ago. There was a guy I was dating for, like, a month or something, and I think in that time we went out, like, five times or yeah. something. Yeah. Um... And I just, yeah, wasn't feeling it. Like, he was nice, but I just didn't think we had that, you know, vibe. And so I texted him, and I was like, hey, you know, I've I've had fun and everything. I just don't really think that we're we're gelling in that way, or however I put it, it was years ago. Uh, He was not happy. Oh, no. (laughs) And I actually did it. Because I was like, you know, and I was like, I I do like you. So, you know, if we could keep Mm -hmm. being friends, you know, meet up, have a beer here and there, that'd be cool. And he was like, no, I don't want to be just friends. That's... God damn! Yeah, I did not take it well. He was very mad at me. Um... <laughs> so that's why I was like, well, I thought the text message was appropriate for somebody I've been out with a handful of times over the course of a month. I personally would still say that's fine. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if he was more just mad because he liked me and was, like, disappointed, or... It was about the method or a combination thereof. Yeah. But like, yeah, that was fine. I mean, I feel like that has to, I feel like that's an outlier. Yeah, but I wonder where it transitions, though. You know, like, if I dated him for two months and we've been out, like, ten times. Yeah, well, because, like... I mean, I got ghosted after, like, a month, and, like, that wasn't cool. But if somebody ghosted me after a date, like, all right, yeah, yeah whatever. Like, maybe they have a, like, maybe they're just dating around. And they just, like, didn't see the message or whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Like, if I had been out with someone, like, once or twice, and then they just never got back to me, it's like, all right, yeah, whatever. Like, is it nice? No, not really, but, eh. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I... But it, like, makes me wonder, like, where is that? Like, is there a certain thing, um... Like, certain factors, like, if they've met your parents, you probably should do it in person. Oh, if they've met your parents, absolutely you should do it in person. I'm I'm trying to think of, like, what a turning point might be. I'm also thinking of, like, various turning points. Because, like, I think, again, is ghosting ever all that nice? No, not necessarily. But is it, like, acceptable after one or two dates? Yeah. After a month? No. No. Or, like, I personally didn't find it acceptable after a month. I don't know. Unless Um, it's mutual. I dated a guy for, like, a month and a half, a couple, two months or something, we mutually ghosted each other. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's... Because <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't messaging me, and I was like, man, I don't really want to message him either, so this works out. I guess. Um... <laughs> <laughs> it was convenient. I didn't have to do, the, like, the, the awkward text or whatever. I mean, you know, if it works out, great. Um, but if someone's like, hey, everything good... Yeah, I feel like that. Because I there, I was definitely like, hey, are we going to hang out again? And then just radio silence. So that wasn't cool. 
So I'm gonna say you can't ghost somebody after a month. You can ghost someone after like two dates. Yeah. As a well, I mean, I might even shorten it to one because even like two dates, you're encouraging them and saying like, I had fun, so much fun the first time. I want to get to know you better. So yeah, but like... the first one, I don't know. I'll give people the second one because like what, the first one, what if it's just like, no, like what if you're just off your game in whatever way, shape or form? I don't get the argument. I don't know, like, what if you're just, like, not sure that it's a vibe? So you're like, alright, let me try oh, okay. this. And then and then the second date is confirming definitely, like, nope, no thanks. Well, then you just let them know. I mean, yeah, again, is it ever nice to go somebody? No. <laughs> Am I gonna be mad if somebody did it after two dates? Not really, no. I probably would be. Fair enough. But I also, like, the older I get, the more I expect of people. Oh, see, yeah. This was a, like, this was, I mean, not that this was even all that quote-unquote long ago, but this was still, like, 22-year-old Bridget. Yeah. And frankly, if I was still in the game currently, and someone ghosted me after two dates, would I enjoy it? No. But the general vibe is whatever. Yeah, but I, I think it's, like, by the time guys get to, like, my age, you, you better be mature enough. Fair. <laughs> Like, like that's that's disappointing. You're a grown ass man, approaching middle age. Like that is fair. Yeah. So I think maybe I just expect more. I don't think I would have cared as much when I was younger. Very possible. Um. Yeah. I don't know what that turning point would be because everyone I can think of is like way further in. Like, oh, if they leave like a toothbrush at your house, but that's further in. I can't think of what would be a. And I also feel like I don't have a particularly good personal frame of reference because my first relationship was long distance, was started in high school and then was completely long distance for 90% of the time. So I've only really had one that might have progressed quote unquote normally. Yeah. So like, what if, what if we both just happen to be slower moving individuals and I don't know. Maybe it's, like, when you introduce them to your friends. Because, like, I, don't, I feel like you don't introduce someone to your friends unless you're like, okay, this this has potential. I mean, you're right. But I also, like, don't... I feel like it's different, though, if you're, like... Because I don't have a lot of friends in the area where I am that, like, just happen to be hanging out. Like, it's a bit, like... Introducing people to my friends, especially in person, is, like a big thing because you're like four hours away and you're like one of the only people that I actually hang out with in person because everyone else is either in a different state or a different country but I met him digitally this is true yeah I don't know because I feel like that's definitely a turning point because like there are a lot of dudes that I've because I've at this point in my life still being single at 37 I've had you know a bunch of failed attempts <laughs> and so like I, I'm kind of familiar with that feeling of like alright I gotta be like I won't even tell my parents or anything like that I'm going on dates because I don't want to get their hopes up oh my god <laughs> so like I only mention it like if I've gone out with somebody at least a few times and I think there's okay th this seems to be going okay okay that's fair Yeah. so I feel like something like that is a turning point when you feel confident enough in it to like introduce your friends or tell your family or whatever 
I mean, yes, but I distinctly remember, like, texting you after the first date with Kyle. Yeah. But you didn't introduce me to him. This is true. This is very true. Um, yeah, I don't know where that cutoff is. I really don't. Yeah. But, I mean, at least the, the first question of whether it's ever okay, I think the answer is yes. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's never nice to get broken up with. Or, like, yeah. have someone that you that you might be interested in be like, hey, no thanks. Yeah. But honestly, again, if it's only been a couple dates, I'd rather them just, I don't want to, like, don't make a big deal out of it. Like, don't, like, take me out to lunch and, like, have it be a thing. Just tell me so I can oh, move Oh, yeah, no. Just tell me so I can move on with my life if it's been, like, a month, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. At least that's how I would look at it. Yeah, yeah, and I, I guess to an extent it just depends on the specific circumstances, too. Yeah. yeah. Obviously context matters, like, how many dates you've been on in a certain period of time, like how, you know, and some people you just, like, vibe with more quickly than others. Yeah. And, you know. I mean, I'm gonna say, but if it's longer than two months, absolutely not over text. Yeah. I don't know yeah. precisely where it flips. And there, maybe there is a gray area, just depending on the individuals involved. But after two months, I'm going to give it a blanket no. Yeah. I mean, again, there might be some circumstances. Like, for example, I tried dating somebody long distance, and in the span of two months, we could only manage to meet up, like, three times. Okay, yeah. No, that... Yeah. Some of my dating apps, even though I set a specific distance... Sometimes it'll show me somebody, and I'm like, oh, this person seems cool, and I talk to them, and I never pay attention to where they actually are. And then they're, like, in Syracuse, and I'm like, that's an hour and a half away. Pretend I do not see it. No. Uh, remember really early pandemic when Tinder gave everybody free Tinder Global? Because they were like, like, all users just automatically got their accounts upgraded. They were like, go be horny with people online. Just stay in your houses. That was nice of them. Yeah. <laughs> Some, like, apps introduce, like, video dating and stuff during that point, too. It's like, that's convenient. Then you don't have to, like, dress up your lower half. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't have to go to, like, some noisy bar and pay, you know, $12 for a drink. Throwback to you me can... swiping through international Tinder to distract myself from getting dumped. That was fun. I also swiped through your international Tinder. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Good times. Also reminds me of the tweet that was like, I was in the emergency room by myself and I was getting an IV put in, which is like, I guess like they have a problem. Whoever tweeted this has a problem with that. So I was crying and the nurse handed me her phone and told me to weed out her Tinder matches. Nice. Hell yeah, queen. Pop <laughs> off. I feel like that's so dangerous though, because like people have such different tastes. I mean, like, yeah, but, like, if you're on, like, Tinder specifically, are you really looking for a relationship? Yeah. Yeah, well, but, like, when I when I was swiping through your international Tinder, for example, I didn't know at that point that you liked long hair on guys, and I'm not a fan of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I didn't realize that. But that was also so incredibly that. low stakes. Yeah. Like, that well, in particular. You, you've asked to go through my, my dating apps before, and I'm like, no, no, I'm... I'm serious about this. 
I think I could pick them okay, knowing you now. Yeah, I mean, I have... I'm just very specific. That's why I'm still single. <laughs> could, I, could I have been married by now if I wanted to be? Yes. I've had more than one person express a question for the record. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Noted. I'd just rather be single and compromise. That's, honestly, that's incredibly valid of you. Um... I don't know where to go from here. <laughs> I don't know where to go now that you just like publicly put on record. <laughs> just letting everyone know that people do want to marry me. Yeah, I feel like that's important to know. If people are like, what's wrong with you? Like, why does anybody want to be with you? And I'm like, I know, and I see the way around. Tragic. I am, I am disheartened. I'm not weird. There's nothing wrong with me, I swear. You just keep digging this hole deeper. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I have to, like, while I'm doing these things, I'm chanting in my head, you're being recorded. This is going on the internet. <laughs> uh, I forget. It's fine. It's whatever. <laughs> um, I genuinely forget. Uh, this is another question. The next question is kind of long, but I want to go slightly off quote-unquote script um, and talk about something that you texted me. Oh, what did I text you? Um, you texted me this uh, screenshot from Twitter, which again, will be linked. Uh, my son has just asked me a question which is so unanswerable that I fear it may rip a hole in the very fabric of the space-time continuum. Why is there no mouse-flavored cat food? discuss um i don't fucking know but like that also introduces a whole other set of questions like there's beef cat food there's no cat in the wild taking down a cow <laughs> oh my god you're right or you know whole turkeys or chickens I mean, they could maybe try with those at least. They're not taking down a cow. They're not taking. Um, they could probably take down a chicken. Yeah, but I, I feel like, but what they're more likely to eat are like birds and mice. Yeah. Um, certainly they're not going to go out and like start breeding a bunch of sparrows to kill for cat food because that's just inefficient and it would make people sad. Yeah. But mice, those are already a food product for like snakes and stuff, right? Yeah, so this is very true. I already breed them perfectly. I wonder if it's because... I mean, it might just be efficiency. Yeah. Because, like, a cow, you're going to get a lot more food out of that as opposed to having to do, like, a bunch of mice. Yeah. And get a little bit of meat that might be on those. Plus, we already have facilities for, like, processing cows and turkeys and chickens and stuff. And I also feel like, because here's the thing, if a cat is like a street cat and it's just like catches a mouse and eats it, like... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's not going to be worried about the bones. Yeah. But I feel like people like would be very skeeved by that idea for their pets. Yeah. Because you really kind of can't separate Yeah. The bone's out. Well, and also, like, I've never eaten a mouse, so I don't know what it tastes like. <laughs> yeah, no. Can't say that I have either. Um, actually, like, there is a delicacy in Peru, which is like wild guinea pig. I think yeah. it's Peru. It might be Ecuador. I'm not sure. I know what you're talking about, and I believe it is yeah, so, uh, rodents are consumed by people. It does happen. Um, yes. that's pretty much all I wanted to say, just putting that out there. Continue. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, so I've never, I've never had it, but, like, if cats were, like, of enough intelligence to process this, and they were given the choice, like, here, try all these meats, which do you prefer? I just have a feeling that, like, beef and chicken and that is just better than the yeah, probably. You know, and like, sure, you know, that that might be something they actually eat in the wild. Humans, when we were still, like, wild, we were gathering nuts and berries and stuff like that. We've evolved beyond that. We cook things and make lavish meals. So it's like, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah, okay, that, that does make sense. Yeah, because, like... Do mice taste like? Who the hell knows? Probably not good. Cause like not me googling that. <laughs> like what you can <laughs> as a single predator take down doesn't necessarily mean that it's like of the highest quality, I guess. Cause like, yeah. Like beef probably would taste better to a cat than whatever they might be able to catch normally. But they can't catch yeah. Like, you know, a cow. Yeah. 
I regret Googling this. Care to enlighten the audience and me? Uh, the first thing that comes up like on Google, it says, Jin describes it as quite pungent and gamey. Yeah, I can't similar, say I'm shocked. Most similar to raccoon or rabbit. Um, but that's from an article titled Five Ways You Know You're Eating Rat Meat. Oh, God. <laughs> and then just like, and then a little further down the page, there's recipe, like how to cook mice and rats. I would try a similar recipe to squirrel of soaking in buttermilk for a time, then coating in flour and frying like chicken nuggets. <laughs> Just, oh my god, picture, I'm out. <laughs> and here's the, was... I am not, I don't want to be disrespectful, because like, maybe it's some survivalist yeah. shit, maybe... Yeah. It's some living off the land type shit. I'm not out here to just be like, XYZ is gross because I say it is. Not the vibe for me. No, it just makes me sad. Like, I know I feed mice to my snake and everything, but, like, to me, mice and rats are more like pets. Yeah. So the same thing to me is, like, you know, eating dogs or cats. Yeah. Like, yeah, of course, our, our snakes have to eat mice and rats because that's just the food chain. That's what they eat, you know, but it makes me sad. I'm not going to say I'm above eating rabbit. I never have and I never will. I I'm not going like, to say I never days. will. I mean, if I'm like, if I happen to be at one of those like actual like Michelin star places where they just sort of bring things out to you on like little tiny plates for you to try and that happens to be there. Am I above trying it? No. I don't know if I could. I'll I'll be a foodie. I I am not Henry Zabrowski level of will try anything because that is no. I don't think I could do that. But I will try some out there things. I will say I will confidently say that I will try some slightly out there stuff. Um, if it is offered to me in a fancy chef setting, fuck it. I'll try rabbit. We used to have a Belgian place here called Victoire that closed several years ago now, but they had a wild game night every Thursday where it was like a different odd meat. Yeah, I'll, try some weird, I'll try some weird shit, whatever. The only time I was actually there on wild game night, game night it was a bison, which isn't that unusual, but... Did you try it, is the question. No, I don't think I ate at all, because I think I, we were there for trivia, and I think I was just drinking beer. Oh. I don't Some other people got it though and said it was really good. Yeah, fair enough. I think technically the weirdest thing I've eaten is probably just venison, which isn't like weird at all. Nah. Maybe that means I need to get a little more adventures. I don't know. Yeah. I don't eat anything I would classify as weird. Not intentionally, just, you know. The opportunity presents itself, it's like, sure. There's probably stuff I'm forgetting that people would think is weird. <laughs> I'm just like, oh yeah, that's weird? Okay. Yeah, I mean, it happens. Um, I don't really know how to circle back to the question eloquently, so I'm not going to do it. <laughs> um, which I feel like oh, would, would be a great... <laughs> that's a great just description subtitle for this podcast. Because goddamn, do we do a lot of that. But, um... <laughs> what was the question? Uh, why is there no mouse-flavored cat food? No, I mean, like, is that the... <laughs> the... The kind of like a 
tagline. Like, what yeah, was the question? something like that. <laughs> something like that. That'd be good. <laughs> But yeah, I yeah, think it's I because we can we can provide better things for cats now. Yeah, they don't they have don't to be scraped. They don't have to scrape the bottom of the barrel. It's just like you know, people always used to give cats saucers of milk, which is like, no, it's terrible. They can't actually digest that. Yeah, although well, I do all love all those pictures of like of like old pictures of like barn cats getting blasted in the face with like milk directly from the cow. Precious. I know it's not good for them. Goddamn, is it adorable? Yeah, yeah. Well, at least you can still get, like, the cat milk and put it in the little saucer. I just can lick it. That's fun. Yeah. It's adorable, though. I tried to but make- like... I made pancakes this morning. I made Ollie, like, the teeniest, tiniest little pancake. He didn't even fucking eat it. Of course he didn't. He just batted it around the floor like a toy. Well, that's fun, though. It was that's fun. He did enjoy that, but I made him just the teeniest little kitten-sized pancake, and he didn't want it. Like, I did this for you, my son. Like, it's... I've sometimes seen comments online from older people. It's like, oh, you're doing all this, like, stuff that's way too fancy for your pets. Like, back in the day, pets just ate whatever their humans were eating. They just, like, gave it to them. Or, you know, like, scraps. Now they have all these special, specific foods. And it's like, yeah, that's what progress is. Like, just because a thing was done before doesn't mean that that was the best thing to do. Yeah, no. Like, that's what, pro yeah, that's what progress is. Don't get that argument. Like, yeah, there were a lot of ways we used to do things. Would you like to go back to living in the forest and yeah, being no. hunter-gatherers? Not ideal. <laughs> um, oh, I gave him a little piece of cheese. He enjoyed that. Did he get in your face? Like Luna no, did? I have not created a monster in the way that you did when you gave Luna cheese that one time. String cheese. She just... Every time she smells cheese, now she goes crazy. I got I some birdie in the fridge. I have she yet to have accidentally created a monster. I know I'm gonna do it because he's my little boy and I want to give him a little treat, but um, mm -hmm. it hasn't happened yet. Luna's a toast goblin. She's obsessed with toast. Don't I don't get it. I love that so much. That's just such a random thing. Like, I would understand if it's, like, ham or cheese yeah. or, like, you know, little, like, deli slices of turkey or whatever. No. It's bread. <laughs> yeah. No, her, her three favorite things, toast, cheese, and shrimp. Like, shrimp is the is the very top tier. She will murder you to get to it. Not really. She doesn't have a vicious but <laughs> She will walk all over you and get right in your face. I mean, that's as close um, to murder as she can get, so. Yeah, she'll meow until you think you're going to lose your mind. It's her version of murdering. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't found anything that makes him utterly insane yet, but I'm sure it'll happen, because I love my boy. I feel like it tends to be seafood. Because I had a cat that was, uh, fluffy cat was super into salmon. That was her big thing. I love the video of somebody who, like, is like has like a little piece of like de like deli like sliced ham and they like give it to the cat but the cat like doesn't quite reach it and then it's just like clawing and going Nyeh! just screaming for some ham love it by the way this is like a 
Nyx is like loving sleeping in this window lately. It's her her current phase. But every time she does, you can see her little pouch hanging. Off I was about the edge. to say, I love a little bit of chub that's hanging off the ledge. The primordial pouch. Chunky cats have. And so it just hangs over the edge a little bit. It's like every time, it kills me. I love it. It's just her thing lately. She just decides she loves sleeping in that window. I love it. Do you follow that cat on both Twitter and um, TikTok? TikTok? I believe the handle is fat fat panko cat i do not believe so no absolutely wonderful it's just this like not like chonky as an unhealthy it's just a stocky kitty it's just this chonky cross-eyed little cat named panko some reason that feels familiar she's adorable i have come across some truly magnificent cat names of late what was the one today? There was one I was going to send you something because I was like, oh, Bridget has to hear this cat name and I forgot what it was. I, I sent you it. a bunch of um, Pet Finder cat names on TikTok specifically. Yeah, I just, I feel like people only do this with cats, never dogs. No, like, occasionally. I, like, I, could, I could not name a dog Beef Stroganoff. Well, there is... Um, Someone I follow on TikTok that has two dogs. One of them is named Tess, but the other one is Stuntman Mike. Okay, that's just... And... You could do that to anything, though. Yeah. Like, you could I do that to a wizard. Dog. I love that with those dogs with my whole heart. Amazing. Just everything about them. I love them. But, like, you can't name a dog Beef Stroganoff. You can do that to a cat. That's what I was going yeah. to do to an orange cat. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, and I don't know what it is. Like... It's just, it feels normal. Yeah. I think it'd be really, I think one of the funniest things you can do is have a cat, like, if I, like, I probably can't get another cat because he would lose his mind, but, um, which is why they let me take him by himself as young as he is, but I think it would be so funny that you have Oliver and Beef Stroganoff. I think it is the ultimate power move to have, like, normal person name and then just weird inanimate object name that you can only give to a cat. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's a pretty common combination. It's wonderful. Like, that they have the one weird name and then the one, like, just human name. Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't realize this recently. This was not on purpose. Um, my pet's names are Elphaba and Oliver. Didn't realize that that uh, shortens to Ellie and Ollie. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I was also just thinking that they were, like, both literary characters. Oh, yeah. Technically. Or um, both on Broadway. Mm-hmm. There we go. Books um, that were turned into musicals. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, didn't realize that. That only hit me recently, and I was like, oh shit. That's kind of fun. Yeah. It's interesting how you notice those, like, little synchronicities and coincidences. Um, so anyway... <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about, what was it, uh, like, any of the show or last week's night with John Oliver, they had Steve Bannon on it, but he had a sign behind him that said there are no conspiracies. Only coincidences. I was just watching that video literally 20 minutes ago. Or like was that maybe, last week's night? Yeah. Like okay, 20 minutes right. before we started recording, I was watching that video because I was, um, I had that on for noise while I was attempting to style a wig for Comic-Con. <laughs> That's like one of the dumbest things. I've... 
It's one of the, it's one of the stupidest no Like, no, yes, it's there are no conspiracies. There are no conspiracies, but there are also no coincidences or something stupid like that. Yeah, yeah. Dumb as shit. No, coincidences. Yes, two things do happen at the same time, even though they're not connected. All that's there's all kinds of things happening right oh, now. Oh, also we're, we are. Um, we are recording this on November 9th. <laughs> Fetterman won, y'all. I gotta, I gotta quit refreshing the uh, election results. I oh have had, I have had the only information I have found out. I have found out from memes, and that is the way I want to keep it. I am not stressing myself out. I have put on zero yeah. coverage whatsoever. Yeah, starting about eight o'clock last night, I've been refreshing results periodically, and it just, it's just stressful. Cause sometimes there isn't an update, and that stresses me out too. Yeah. I'm just, I am actively not doing it to myself. I cataloged my record collection today. I finished styling, like, I finished doing all the little braids in the wig so I can get, like, so I can steam it and get, like, some nice waves. I, like, I've just been, I've been getting so many little things done. It's been lovely. Nice. It's been, it's been great. Um... Anyway, let's bring it around to our last question here, which is a question from which is um, from the r slash would you rather subreddit. We'll have that linked. Um, and the question is this: If you're and uh, this is all hypothetical because God knows I'm never breeding. Um, if your child was switched at birth, or like you received the wrong child, mm-hmm. and then you found out one year later that this had happened. Would you want to switch back to your genetic offspring or keep the child that you cared for for a year? <laughs> and I just don't know. And I have yeah, no I mean, stake in this whatsoever. This is entirely hypothetical to me. Like, Yeah, I think it's hard without actually having kids to know what that's like to be able to, you know, have an informed opinion. But, like, even with my, like, uninformed, never-planning-on-parenting opinion, like, you bonded with that one. Yeah. Like, that's a year. That's a very important year. I feel like I would probably switch back, but under the condition that we maintained a relationship, like, between the two families... Because the other family, even if they agree to the switching back, which they would have to legally, I'm pretty sure. Probably. Based on DNA. Um, so if the other family is like, yeah, we're switching back, they're no doubt going to want to see my biological child that they raised for a year, too. So it's not like you never see the kid again, but yeah. you actually get to if it is legally yours. Yeah. It doesn't even And then maybe really that's good. a fun, automatic, like, built-in best friend for life type story. Yeah. For those two children. So, like... Potential silver lining there, but, um... There was a whole TV show called Switch to Birth that was on, uh, ABC Family back when it was still ABC Family. Oh, shit. Alright, well. That sounds vaguely familiar. Actually. Yeah, but it was, like, um... They... Didn't, for the most part, they didn't actually find out about it until they were, like, 15 or something like that. Oh, Although see, at that, point it's, when... at that point it's just traumatic. Yeah, well, then one family moved, like, into the apartment above the other family's garage so they could all get to know each other and stuff. Oh, fun. But, like, then they later find out that one of the mothers actually found out when the kids were, like, two or three or something like that. And she just didn't say anything because she's like, now it's too late. Complicated. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, in this scenario, though, I do feel like it's an automatic, like, oh, yeah, haha, our family's accidentally raised us for a year, and now we're best friends. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like this is something that does have to happen occasionally, and I imagine, like, as soon as you find out, you're not going to keep that to yourself. You're going to want to see your biological child. I would assume so. And, you know, and at that point, there's probably a, a legal imperative. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, again, what the hell do I know? I... Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm just assuming, but yeah, I, th I think I'd want to know the child that I actually gave birth to. Yeah. And the other yeah. kid, as long as I got to see them, you know, and they're still part of my life. Yeah, because, like, again, that is, like, the most important year. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, as long as they've been in a good home for that year, they're, they should be developing well. Yeah. You should be able to bond with them. Yeah. And, uh... You not know. entertaining any like horrendous hypotheticals here because that's not fun and that's not what we do on this podcast um <laughs> yeah but i mean but then you so that it's still a young enough age where you have a chance to bond with your biological kid but then you have the bond with this other kid you get to maintain that relationship and that's cool it's like having two kids yeah but then you don't actually have to take care of one so that's nice <laughs> yeah i feel like that that would probably be and again, I'm trying to imagine this, since I don't have kids of my own, I'm thinking about, like, my nieces. Yeah, I'm just thinking about pets. Because <laughs> I don't even have that. Yeah, I thought about that too, but I was like, we don't get, you're not biologically connected to, to like, pets or... I mean, you're not, but sometimes when you adopt them young enough, as far as they're concerned, that's mom. Unless they don't have thoughts. Dumb noodles. <laughs> no thank one brain cell dinging around I up got, there. I got Harley when he was three months old, but he wouldn't know me from any other person because he's an idiot. <laughs> he's very stupid and we love him for it. I'm mad at him today. I know you are. I'm mad at him. I forgot he- it was impossible for him to hiss. He got so annoyed with me because I was like, come on, buddy. Because I've had to throw away so many mice lately because he's on hunger strike and it feels like such a waste. Those poor mice escape their lives. Which, like, fair. And so I was trying to, like, you know, I was like, come on, bud, come on, eat. And then he just got real mad and, like, lunged at the, the tongs and hissed. And I was like, oh, my God, he can hiss. Yeah, see, I was bitten twice in rapid succession immediately after I got her. So I'm like, yeah, that's, that's possible. Yeah. So I, he's never done that. It's the first time for everything. He's, he, he totally is, like, a, a pubescent teenager because he not his current hunger strike notwithstanding he normally eats like he's starving to death and tries to come at me for more food like do you have more rice and i'm like no dude you eat too that's your limit uh he he has grown in length but he has not gotten any thicker so he's like a gangly teenager who sprouts up overnight so yeah maybe that maybe <laughs> then he'll insane. finally start getting a little chonkier <laughs> And now he's got the angsty thing. He's very emo, just hissing at me. Leave me alone. I don't want to eat, Mom. He swooped hair. Yeah, emo exactly. fangs. He, that's exactly who he is right now. He's emo Aww. snake. Emo snake. <laughs> Love him. Yeah, Ellie's just vibing. I think I might have to switch to, like, feeding her, like, every ten days or every two weeks. Because she, like, is, like... Oh, she's like well over three years old now. She should be like 
good at this point. It's kind of just maintain. I mean, aside from like the fact that they technically like continue growing for the rest of their lives because they always shed their skin, but like kind of just maintaining her current size. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Harley. Harley needs to bulk up. He's looking a little spindly. He'll get there. Yeah, normally he eats like he's starving, but he's just not feeling it because it's gotten colder outside and he's a big baby. Aww. Even though it's always the exact same perfect temperature. It's he just yeah. knows. They just be like he's, that. He's younger than Ellie, too. Yeah, baby boy. You love to see it. Um... He's two. He's just like, wait, what month is this? His birthday was last month, I think, for, oh, no, no, it's my thing, back in June. Aww. He's got you dance. Little baby boy. Um, how long have we been going? I haven't even looked. Oh, yeah, okay, we're doing good. Um, yeah, we got any other thoughts? I knew you were gonna say that, I was waiting for it. That you were gonna be like, so what else is going on, or, you know, I'm concluding thoughts, and then it's like, no well, geez, sorry. Thoughts cease to exist. I'm feeling murmured today, apparently. Apparently, maybe it's the fact that your son is rebelling against you. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it, it's daylight saving time. How did I know you were gonna bring it back to that? Because it's upsetting me. That was the. It is upsetting me. Um, and hey, we've brought it full circle then. Yeah, and you know what? Like, it's it's frustrating to me because so I. My cable is no longer a thing. Yay. And so my cable boxes used to be like my two of my major clocks, but they would update themselves, but I had to get regular clocks to replace them. So those I actually have to change myself. So I changed like so many more clocks this time, even though I literally just bought those clocks like a week and a half ago. <laughs> I had to reset them again. And then I thought I had all of them. I was like, I got every clock. I have so many freaking clocks. And then What'd you miss? Today, huh? What did you miss? Was it your car? No, I, I changed that one. Ooh, uh, okay. Thing is, I have three clocks in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and I missed one, apparently. And I went into a blind panic this afternoon. Oh, no. Because <laughs> I, I was like, how the hell is it 3.30? I had a meeting at 3. Like, losing it. And then I was like, oh my god, I just didn't change that one clock. Yeah, because between the living room clock, the three clocks in the bedroom, the clock in my car, the, you know, like, the microwave, the stove, clock in the bathroom, like, there's just so many clocks. I just like to be aware of the time. (sighs) Yeah, same. You know me, I love a schedule. I love knowing when things are happening. People think my three-bedroom clocks are excessive, but you know what? I got one on each nightstand and one of the dresser in front of my bed. And so if I wake up in the middle of the night and I need to know what time it is, minimal movement is required. Honestly, I can't argue with that. Yeah, plus when I'm getting ready for work in the morning, no matter where I'm standing in the bedroom, I can see at least one of those clocks. So. Smart move. Keep an eye on the time so I'm not late. I dig it. Um... Angry at the concept of time. Aren't we all for many, many reasons? Mm-hmm. Not a fan. I think that's a good place.
for us to leave it. Um, we're angry Eating at time. the concept of time. <laughs> That's our complaint this week. Time, man. That actually reminds me of um this time when <laughs> I was nice. living in Maine and I was at the the Bangor Airport. Which is like it was just the guy tiny. who's like, I, it's just time. Yeah, I mean, like because the flight had been delayed multiple times. We've been in the airport for hours, and everybody's like grumpy and complaining and giving the employees hassle. And yeah, he he basically was just like, it's only time, man. As long as it continues to go on, I'm happy. <laughs> we there we named an episode title after that guy. Really? Yeah, there's an episode of ours where it's like it's only time. I can't remember which one it was. I think it's, like, it's definitely a while ago at this point, but that 100% happened. I don't remember that at all. I don't remember telling you this before. Well, you Time, did. man. Yeah, there you go. But, like, yeah, that, hap- that was, like, 2014, so, like, eight years ago, and I think about that all the time. Just some random guy. I'm like, I wonder where he is now. What an optimistic guy, you know? I know. I hope he's man. doing great. Yeah, time's continuing, and that's that's all we need. That's all he wanted. Yeah, it's only time. You're alive. You got all your limbs. You're yeah, doing pretty good. You're lucky. Yeah, and um, whatever's wrong, you got more time to fix it. Yeah, I think that's a fun note for us to end on. I hope that guy is doing great. Yeah, I hope you're well, dude. Wonderful place for us to leave it for this <laughs> week. Um, as always, uh, thank you, friends, for fighting with us. We appreciate each and every single one of you. And we'll be back again uh, next week. Same time, same place. Mm -hmm. I'm hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what my enthusiasm Mm -hmm. is. No, okay. That was a a bad joke. I'm sorry. We'll see you next week. Adios. (laughs) This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly and Dr. Sarah Brooks. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98, at Zach Calderon, and at And Sarah Said. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch, and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the Acast supporter feature, or consider donating to our Patreon. Thanks for listening. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.